Welcome back to Ladies Elite for December 17th, 2011. This is episode 43, and this is the podcast where we talk all things video games. I'm Kim. I'm Stephanie. And this week, we're going to talk about Skyrim again. (laughs) Um, We've got Batman on the iPad and review of our favorite games from last year. And we're talking a little bit about what we're looking forward to in 2012. Um, But first, I want to welcome our guest for the week, fresh off what looked like an incredible holiday, um, the always lovely and kick-ass Veronica Belmont. Welcome, Veronica. Hello, ladies. Hello. Welcome. Thank so you. You guys may know Veronica from, you know, places like Sword and Laser, Podcast, Techzilla, Core on the PSN, and and many other things. Um, <laughs> She's but, everywhere. Yes, yeah, she I is. Keep busy. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really excited to hear about your new gaming show coming up in the beginning of the year on the Twit Network. Um, and that's going to premiere on January 15th. Correct. Yeah, me and Brian Brushwood are going to be hosting a new show called Game On over on Twit, and we're super, super excited about it. Uh, We did a beta episode back in, I think it was October, November, I don't even remember, and uh, it went really well. We had some technical glitches, but we expected that, and that's kind of what we were (laughs) testing for. And now I think we're good to go. We've got some great, hilarious stuff written, and I think it's going to be amazing. Oh, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Brian is really cool. I really enjoy his stuff as well. So I think you guys got a good chemistry. We have fun. We crack each other up. So I think that's going to be the hardest part of staying on task during the show and not just going off on hilarious tangents for the entire hour. Yeah, yeah, that's always hard. We have we have a lot of trouble doing that too. We just start talking about things and we're like, oh, guys, it's been 30 minutes. We should probably actually do our show here and not be talking about just, you know, the things that we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, and I hate to do this to our listeners, but again, all we've played is Skyrim this yes. week. So that's what we're going to yeah. talk about. But I think it's it's an incredible game, and it's so immersive, and there's so much to do that it's it's hard to move on to another game right now. <laughs> so, Veronica, what um, what are you playing, and what platform are you playing it on? I am pretty much only playing Skyrim on PC right now, so I'm not going to be much help unless we just talk about Skyrim. Um, I, I'm playing as a as a dark elf, a destruction mage, oh, wow. and I just completed the main quest line today. Um, oh, so I've got excellent. just my side quests, and I'm trying to like be the the badass of every different faction you can work with mm-hmm. in the game right now. So that's kind of my goal at this point. I want to build up all my skills. I want to, you know, basically be the ruler of Skyrim. So what level are you? <laughs> what level? I don't know are if I can do that. I don't know what happens if you become like the leader of every faction in the game. Everybody. But I'm, I'm going to do my best. But it's cool that everyone loves you. Well, everyone loves you except for people in towns. You know, you walk into town and everyone hates you. But you walk into like the Dark Brotherhood and they're like, "My sister, we love you." Right. <laughs> You're like, "Yes, I'm awesome." <laughs> yeah, I married one of the companions, so I think I'm doing yes. pretty good in that. I'm 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 the leader of the companions, and I married one of them, so I'm awesome. I'm did you marry Farkas? I yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's mine too. Oh really? <laughs> yes. I'll fight you for him. <laughs> So I we, love how he's, he's like, I'm not the smartest guy around. I'm like, oh, sold. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's do this thing. Well, right. see, we don't have, I'm playing on the PS3, so I don't have the mods. But one of the mods is you can get naked Nordmen. Whoa, hello. <laughs> so you could have a naked Farkas running around your house. 
That's awesome. He's not in my house. I can't figure out why he's not in my house. I, the only house <laughs> I own right now, other than the Archmage's quarters, is Bree's home. And he's, mm-hmm. not, he's never there. Is he just hanging out at the Companions Hall? Do I have to get a bigger house, or is it because... You just What's her name? Lydia is in there too. Oh, I have to go back and talk to him and like invite him to come live with me. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Cause we got married and I never spoke to him again. <laughs> yeah. He like, when you get married, he like runs for the door. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like a shot. And I was like, okay, well that happened. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. What did I do? I cannot believe I did this. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but he'll come. He'll cook dinner for you. Oh yeah. Um, he'll, he'll give you money. He does mm-hmm. all kinds of, or any of them do that. But, um, and I was, I was looking at a video of all the people you can marry. And one of mm-hmm. them is like a drunk guy. Um, <laughs> and then you can marry one of the orcs. And then you can marry the lumber lady. And I think it's in Riften. You can marry mm-hmm. the, the lady who owns the lumber yard. And I'm like, hmm, I don't want sawdust in my house all the time. So. <laughs> She's going to track that all day. You're going to be having to dust and sweep all the time. I know. And I don't know if she's a very good cook. So at least I've heard Farkas is a good cook. Yes. He gives me a pie. He's like a Russell Crowe type guy. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He kind of is, huh? Kind of is. (laughs) So um, what level are you at? I'm 30, I think I just did 35. Was it difficult um, completing the main quest line at that level, or do you think it would have been easier a little further along? No, you know, I think it was almost too easy. I, I beat the final battle on the first try, and there's oh, wow. been other, other fights that have been a lot harder. And I think what might have happened, I was, pl- I was playing on the hardest uh, level, you know, the hardest um, setting, for mm-hmm. almost the whole game, and then I had to fight one of those um, like dragon wizards. Uh, the mm-hmm. first one gives you the plus hundred uh, percent magicka mask. I can't remember his name, and I couldn't beat him. I could not beat him. Like I <laughs> did it. Like used like every single potion I had. I did it over and over and over again. And I was like, fine, I'll put the setting down, the difficulty setting down. So I put it down to the middle one, and then I've been ever since then. It's almost been too easy. So I think mm. I need to bump it back up again. But yeah, my, my final battle against Alduin was way too easy. It was weird. Wow. Some wow. of I've I've seen that too, where there's some of the quests are super easy. You go through, and I've got my one of my followers. Um, his name starts with an M, but he's a mage, and he just kicks everyone's butt. He goes in. <laughs> he has this magic which kicks everyone back. And they just die. And I'm like, and I don't even get a chance to hit them. And I'm like, wow, this is way too easy. I which which mage is he? Because I, I have the mage right now, the one that you get when, you, uh, when you're in like Dawnstar, when you're at the temple in Dawnstar and you complete that whole, um, you know, you kind of go back through time and see the, oh, have no, you done no. that quest? I, no, but this guy is just a hired guy. I just hired oh, him. Oh, he's hired. Yeah, oh, for okay. 500 gold, I hired him because I killed my other lady I hired. Oh, so, no. oh they, yeah. The first lady that you get in uh, Windhelm or wherever it is. I killed her as well. Oh. I, I'm the killing only person off a lot I killed of is Stenvar or Stenavar, the uh, mercenary oh. you hire in, I think it's either in Riften or Markarth. And um, I killed him, and I was really sad. But I was especially sad because he was carrying a ton of heavy stuff for me. <gasps> yes. And then I couldn't get it all out. So he's got, I have to go back and get, like, all these dragon scales and dragon bones that he has on Those him and all this worst. armor and stuff. They're so heavy. 
I almost feel bad killing the dragons. I'm like, oh man, now I'm gonna have to carry that stuff again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Those dragon scales and dragon bones are so. And heavy. then trying to find somebody who can buy them all to get your money because nobody has any money, and it's I like, know, right? <sighs> so one of the perks I'm saving them all to make dragon scale. Um, Me too. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Like so you just put it, putting it in your house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying- yeah, they're all the chest in my bedroom in Breeze Home. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get a bigger house, but the quest to get the bigger house in um in uh, in Windhelm, I think. No, not Windhelm. Um, and one of the houses is like super nice, but it's bugged. It's blood on the ice is the quest you're supposed to initiate to get it. Oh, I know the one. Yeah, I know the one you're and talking about. I can't, the one where you find the body in the graveyard. And I yes! can't <laughs> make it start. And apparently it's a widely known bug. And uh, I'm going crazy because I really want that house. But they also said the you house can, is the better house is Solitude. You should go I get that, that one. That the house in Solitude wasn't as good. I liked it just because I didn't have to clean up the blood, and it was yeah. cheaper. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but is Solitude like hostile to me because I'm a Stormcloak? Like, will uh, I be able to quests? I, Probably. I'm not a Stormcloak, so I couldn't tell oh. you. I, see I haven't picked is. any side yet. I haven't picked any side yet. How have you not picked a side? (laughs) I just kind of bounce back and forth. Uh, Well, so yeah, at what point do you have to pick a side? Because yeah, what quest forces you to? Um, Well, um, if you go to do the Ulfric Stormcloak quests, um, Mm -hmm. if you do his quest lines, you will automatically lose the Join the Imperial Legion quest. So I think that kind of makes your decision for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter who you choose in the very beginning to follow because you can always go back and get the Stormcloak quest because I wanted to be a Stormcloak, mm-hmm. but I accidentally followed the Imperial guy after the initial quest. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know that was like one of the times when you make a choice. And so I, I just went to Ulfric Stormcloak and got his quest line and I've been following those and, you know, taking over all the Imperial Legion, um, all the Imperial forts and stuff. Um, and I'm hoping that will get me the house in Windhelm also because, no, I'm saying, I'm saying the wrong one. It's not Windhelm. No, I know which one you're talking about. It does start with a W though, doesn't it? It's a... Yeah. I can't uh, remember what it is. The listeners is. are probably like screaming it at their. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> they always the do. I think the right now. I wasn't. I wasn't. No, it is Windhelm. You see, Earl of Windhelm. Yeah. Yeah, because the town is a dump. I did yeah. not want a house there just because that town depresses the crud out of me. Like the as soon as I get there, I'm like, I want to leave. I don't yeah. not want to be in this town. The house that's supposed to be pretty good is Hijerum or Hijerum. That's the one, yeah. right? And that's the one where there's like a there's supposed to be like a body or the murderer lives there. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh yeah, there's yeah, there's uh, blood on the ground for a reason. <laughs> so, but I want that house because it's got like a cool like trap door, like secret room, and all this other cool stuff. So, I'm trying to figure out how to get it. I think you can get it um, by completing all the stormcloak quests. So that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to bypass blood on the ice and mm-hmm. seeing if I can get another way. But I still don't think I'm going to because every time I try to buy it. The guy's like, oh, there's been some, you know, difficulties lately with that oh, house. Oh, I see. And he won't <laughs> sell it to you. I had the so, keys for it, so I just store stuff in it. I just go uh-huh. to the cupboard, and I just store stuff there. Yeah, <laughs> I've been doing the same thing. Stuff. No, I can't upgrade it because I don't own it yet. Yeah, I've been <laughs> doing the same thing. I have the key to it, but right. um, and it's someplace I can put stuff, but yeah, I'm... 
I don't have enough money to to buy it yet. Because I keep um, I keep spending my money every time someone says I can train you. I'm like, ooh, train, train. Oh, oh there goes all my all my gold. It's just gone. Training yeah, is pretty expensive if you go mm-hmm. to those guys. But it's addictive yeah, my too. Training is crazy now. Like if I try to do extra destruction training, it's like it's like thousands of of gold each time. Oh, eesh. Ugh. So that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Got to do it the old-fashioned way. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Just keep killing stuff. Just keep killing. Wait, what's the, what's the Dark Brotherhood uh, thing? Uh, kill well and often. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done the Dark Brotherhood quest yet. Oh, I'm I playing too good. I like the Dark Brotherhood quest. Those are the ones I'm doing right now. And um, so there's a quest, and I won't tell you what happens in the quest, but you're in a coffin with, with an, a person and it starts talking to you and she creeps me out oh my god it was like it was whispering scary. in your ear oh my lord and you're in the <laughs> coffin with her and oh my god and all of a sudden it lights because you're in the complete darkness and all of a sudden it mm-hmm. lights up and so you can see her decomposed face you know staring at you whispering in your ear <laughs> I was like, holy crap. But those is, are... Is she dead already? Yeah. Or she oh, yeah. Just, yeah, no, she's, she's dead. dead. She's been dead for years and years and years. Oh. So you'll have she's to... It's mother. it's part of the storyline. Um, so I won't, won't okay. tell you about it. But it, it, it really... That, I like the Dark Brotherhood quests. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of the kills are fun, too, because you kind of got to figure out how to kill these people because you're really just mm-hmm. an assassin. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's fun figuring out different ways to kill people like you go into this one cave and it's a um an old ruins and if you go up on top where everyone above where everyone's sitting the people you need to kill there's these um i don't know like arrow guns or something up there and they shoot three explosive arrows down and boom blows everything up i was like yes that's so cool (laughs) so those those are fun because you get to figure out different ways um, to kill people and, and you can make cool. choices on it too, you know, so yeah, I'm like, not much of a sneaky thief. So I feel like anything that requires stealth is not going to work out for me too much. Oh no, <laughs> I, I wasn't either. Um, but now I'm trying to get that, get that up. I haven't done much magic. So really mine mm. is all two handed. I can, I can pretty much kill anything two handed, um, with nice. my two handed. Um, and then I'm trying to get my sneak, up a little bit and my lock picking mm-hmm. I can pick anything now too yeah me too yeah I can do there that is, there's a trick to leveling your sneak pretty quickly is to stand behind a guard that never moves like a guard that's guarding a yarl and <laughs> if you just keep sneaking behind him it just shoots your sneak up like crazy oh because your sneak only um increases when it's successful exactly so, yeah I can and see he that. never turns around <laughs> <laughs> But I Success. suck at picking pockets. I totally suck at picking pockets. Oh, really? I love that. Because I'm, I'm. I've like never tried. I'm the thieves guild bringing them back up, and uh, I love doing that. The only time <laughs> I did that is when I had to do that. Um, the very first thieves related quest in Riften, mm-hmm. where you have to take the ring, like put the ring yes. in the other guy's pocket. Like that was the first time I ever snuck. I actually used an invisibility potion. <laughs> going, they're gonna see me. <laughs> Right. I'm too obvious. Yeah, I have that quest in my in my bag right now, and I'm like, God, I don't want to do this because it is the same thing in Fallout. Though in Fallout, there's always those choices you can make that you could, you know, put a grenade in someone's pocket and they would explode. 
I could never do that. They'd always be like, hey, caught you. Like, Damn, <laughs> this is terrible. What's that in my pocket? <laughs> yeah. How did that get there? Exactly. What? It's a mystery. <laughs> so have you, have you gotten any of the mods yet, either of you? Because you're both playing on no. PC. I did one mod, um, an inventory mod, where it, it just show it's a better layout for the inventory, and it's just uh, you get more stats about all your items. And uh, I can't remember what it's called. I think I also did another one too, like a crafting one. Oh no, it didn't work. It needed some kind of other other mod to go with it. But I haven't done any, any of the creepy mods. Yeah, there are some there are some creepy mods and some funny ones. Which one did you find, Steph? Well, there's one that uh, uh, the there's the rolling goat cheese that's very popular right now. Where it just makes like a river of rolling goat cheese. Just, for <laughs> whatever that, reason, that's if you want to do that, knock yourself out. <laughs> but that's uh, funny. The, the mod I want to get is actually one that modifies your map so that you can make notations about items at a location. Like, like I'm always looking for ore locations. And sometimes I'll be in a cave or a dungeon or something and I'll find some. And I want to make a note about it, but there's there's no way to do that. So this mm, mod mm-hmm. lets you do that and say, oh, pst, I found iron here. I found gold here, blah, blah, blah. Because the uh, strategy guide said that uh, the ore will respawn after a month of in-game time. So you can always come back and hit that note again. Yeah. So that's the mod I want. Yeah, that would be a good one to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would like a crafting one. It would be nice to, um, especially for alchemy, Mm. Uh, because mm-hmm. I feel like I waste my herbs a lot and, you know, I don't, and it, and it's fun finding out what, um, the new herbs do or mm-hmm. even ones you already have and finding out their new ways to use them. But I feel like I waste a lot of herbs and I have a lot of potions that I just don't need. Oh, there's know? a new potion site actually that someone sent to me on, uh, Texilla called potionapp.com. And it lets you pick all the ingredients you have, and then you can update your potion list, and it shows you a list of potions you can create with your inventory. Oh, see, that would be perfect. Yeah, that would be perfect. What it doesn't do, though, is it doesn't, you can't select something, and then it just automatically shows you a list of all the potions it's a part of. It's only if you select multiple items, it will show you potential things that you could make. Hmm. Well, at least it's a start, because, you know, I... It gets confusing with, you've got this, you know, huge bag full of um, ingredients and you're like, Mm -hmm. well, what is, and then, and then of course you can eat them and find out what they do or they'll sometimes tell you. Um, But like, who wants to eat a giant's toe? Exactly. (laughs) Or a human heart. I keep hearing about human hearts with me. I'm like, am I going to get some kind of cannibalism trait for this? Like, that seems very Falloutian. Yeah. If you eat human flesh, you become a cannibal. So I was like, I'm going to skip that for now. (laughs) Okay. So that's our Skyrim talk again. Oh, but wait. I have one one funny story about Shadowmere, Uh the horse, right? Okay, so this is the horse that you get if you do the dungeon, uh, the uh, Dark Brotherhood quest line. At some mm. point, Astrid gives you this horse, and it is so worth it just to get it, even if you don't finish the rest, just get that horse, because the horse is so much better than every other horse. Um, he will actually fight and not die. Uh, mm. he, he took on a, he took on a dragon amazing. and didn't die, like, like head on. But the, <laughs> I love this horse because he has red glowing eyes, too. Uh, so... Uh, I usually fast travel everywhere, but at one point I was traveling up a road 
And uh, this guy's on the side of the road. He goes, oh, hey, some bandits uh, robbed me. Would you escort me back to my town? I'm like, oh, sure, why not? So I ride ahead of him. And, and, it's, and I see some, some people camp there. As soon as I dismount, the horse, Shadowmere, runs and attacks them, even though they weren't aggressive to me. So Shadowmere's hmm. attacking them. And I'm like, all right, well, he must know something I don't know. <laughs> and, and I start killing them too, but they are still not aggressive to me. And they keep saying, hey, we're on your side. <laughs> and then sure enough, that jerk on their side of the road shows up. They all turn aggressive to me. It was a trap. But the horse oh. knew. He knew. He was smart. He knew. Oh, nice. <laughs> and That's so we wiped awesome. him out. <laughs> so that horse is well worth getting. Yeah. I he- stopped using horses because I got one horse and then he died like immediately. And it was just oh. this pain in the butt to get on and off him like mm-hmm. all the time. I was like, it's just easier to run. Whatever. But see, once, you, once you're overburdened, as soon as you get on the horse, you can fast travel. So you get don't have. Oh, yeah. You don't have to drop your stuff. So that's why I always have this horse around because I'm always overburdened. I'm always carrying too much stuff. Yeah, me too. But as too. soon as you get on the horse, bam, fast travel. Oh, that's good to know. Okay. Maybe oh, that's oh, yeah. good. And haven't you noticed, you guys feel that you're overburdened a lot more than you were in Fallout? In Fallout, no, I seemed I'm I could, always I could control in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I carry too much all the time. You're just like, oh, I got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. I got to pick it up. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> never know well and that's kind of why i don't like giving my stuff to the um followers because i'm like oh but i might i might need that and not why don't you just carry my bones or carry my yeah. dragon scales you know <laughs> and then this guy that i hired he's he's a you know badass mage and so every time i ask him to carry something he's like I am an awesome mage, and you shall not use me as a pack animal. But give me your stuff anyway. And I'm like, oh god, jerk. he won't. He so he won't. He won't carry it for you. No, he will, but he just gives me. He's just really not happy hard about time. it. Yeah, I hate uh, Lydia's. Like, I'm so sick of Lydia being so passive aggressive. Like, I'm sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> like, okay, I get it. Fine. Stop yeah. whining. I kind of was glad when Lydia died. I was like, yeah, okay, you, you're. I don't like you, so move, move on. I felt oh. I felt bad, but then the second chick died, and I'm like, you guys suck, you know? <laughs> so I'll just go find somebody else now. And this guy, he's really kick-ass, but he, um, he's just a whiny. He's so pompous. And I've got my, my um, amulet of Mara on, so mm. eventually I can get married when I find the right person. Um, <laughs> and he keeps saying... Wow, you should not be single. I'm surprised oh. no one has caught you yet. And I'm like, yeah, you're not my type, dude. Not my type. If you can't That's carry awesome. my purse for me, you are not my type. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, talking about the games released in 2011, um, uh, Skyrim definitely falls in the, one of the best games of 2011 for me. It's, it's been an incredible game. I'm, and that's, I guess why we've talked about it three weeks in a row, Mm because it's just, it's just so good. So, um, some of the games that were released in 2011 were DC Universe Online, Bulletstorm, Alice, Madness Returns, Resistance 3, um, Duess Sex, Death Sex 
game. Deus Ex. Yeah. God, I hate that name. Deus Ex. <laughs> I know. Deus Ex. Human <laughs> Revolution. Cannot say that. Um, Dead Space Two, Battlefield, Battlefield Three, Killzone Three, Little Big Planet Two. Do you see a theme here going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a lot of sequels. Yeah. Dragon Age Two, Batman, Arkham City, L.A. Noir. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Assassin's Creed Revelations, um, Portal 2, and Uncharted 3. So those were some of the big names. Um, a lot of games I haven't played or never finished. Yeah. There <laughs> yeah, were a lot of good games this year. There really were. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what about you guys? What is your best games? I, well, I'll finish off mine. Portal 2, of course. I, it was just so funny. And it, the, all the new puzzles they had were really good um mm-hmm. and then a dlc that i really liked was old world blues from fallout yeah that was and and miss veronica was um this the switch the light switch i was yeah i was a few characters i was the light switches i was a uh, stealth suit mark ii and i was uh the voice of christine in the audio logs Nice. You, you did an Excellent. you did an incredible job, and thank you. That one was so much fun. It was so funny, and it, with all those gadgets in it, I had a blast doing that one. That one was a it, lot of fun. I think it won one of the video game awards, um, the VMAs. I think it won one of the or the VGAs rather. VGA. Um, <laughs> I think it took home the award for like best DLC. I think it did. Yeah. Nice. It it was it was so much fun. If you play any of the. Um, Fallout Vegas DLCs, do this one because it also has mechanics where you can go back and use all those useless items like clipboards. You can actually use them in Old World Blues. And you're like, oh my God, finally, you know, when I pick up these 40 million clipboards, I can use them. <laughs> or all the There's old books, the, the books you can use as well. So it was really cool. So that was my best of. What about um, you guys? You want to go first, or do you want me to? Uh, uh, mine are just qu- quick. Obviously, uh, Skyrim, but uh, I also did really enjoy the Batman Arkham City. Uh, it was so much fun, just you know, exploring that city. Uh, I, I like games that give you a lot of things to do besides the, the main storyline, and uh, that's that's obviously Skyrim and Batman both fall into that category. So definitely <laughs> that's a good plus for me. Um, I was obsessed with Uncharted 3. I thought it was a fantastic game. Super enjoyed playing it. Um, probably one of the best games of the year. Uh, Skyrim probably tops the list for me just because I've already played like upwards of <laughs> 70 plus hours of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> anything that I'm still like actively wanting to play after that much time must be awesome. Right. Um, I played, uh, I, I did enjoy Deus Ex Human Revolution. I didn't quite mm-hmm. finish it yet, but it's still um, on my, I think it's still in my Xbox actually. So I'll have to go back to it at some point. Um, I really want to play Revelations, but I haven't beaten Brotherhood yet. So I feel like I have to go back and beat <laughs> Brotherhood first. Um, just because I hate moving on in a series without completing the earlier game. Um, L.A. Noir was, was, uh, it was good. I enjoyed playing it, but it, I don't think it, lived up to its hype exactly in a lot of ways exactly i think um, we have on our over we have an overhyped little thing here and that was in my overhyped i was looking so forward to that game and yes i just it, it fell just a little bit short you know especially mm-hmm. the ending oh, for me i hated oh, the Lord, ending. Yes. i hated um, the ending 
Portal 2 was was amazing. It was a great, fun game. Um, I haven't gone back to it as much as I expected I would. Like, I haven't gone back to really do that much multiplayer. Um, I haven't gone back for some of the new puzzles. Um, I'm not the kind of person that goes back to a game a lot, so that's why Skyrim is kind of uh, interesting for me. Um, <laughs> right. All the Bethesda games I seem to go back to, or at least play to death. Uh, that and games like... I, I enjoyed Dragon Age 2. I thought it was a great game. Oh, yeah, I, I really had too. a lot of fun playing oh, yeah. it. I'm surprised that's so many people didn't like it or maybe they just didn't like it as much as the original Dragon Age so who knows mm-hmm. well and it was a little bit different than the the first Dragon Age so maybe if they like the mechanics better in um, the first Dragon Age versus the second one I can see that but no I really enjoyed Dragon Age 2 as well it was a lot of fun um, the characters in the storyline were great and it, it was that game that once you made a decision you had to stick to it and there were consequences you know oh, yeah. to that to that game and you're like wow you know and so it kind of made me a little gun shy in games like Skyrim that I'm like ooh if I make this decision you know what are the who's going to hate me yeah exactly <laughs> i've noticed that a lot of the decisions you make in Skyrim aren't quite as devastating one way or the other as they are in a lot of other games it's like true. i feel like my choices or if i'm a jerk or not don't really seem to have much lasting effect no. or much kind of impactful <laughs> effect. Um, so maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I haven't had too many situations where someone's been like, nope, not going to do that because of this other thing you did. Yeah, no, I found <laughs> that as well. Like um, for the Brotherhood, um, well, I'm, no, I won't say it. I'm not going <laughs> to. It'll be a total <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Yeah, I haven't and, yet, so don't spoil yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. But there's, there's well, something in there that, you know, you have to make a decision and you're like... Oh my gosh. And I was like, it, you get nervous before you make mm-hmm. the decision and you're like, oh, am I going to make it? Okay, I'm going to save before so I can go back. <laughs> right. I save a lot in Skyrim. A lot. Me too. So I was thinking about the worst game this year and I'm, I didn't, I did not play anything this year that was just really bad. You know, and I was like, wow. So I kind of put down Duke Nukem, but I guess that's not really fair because I didn't play it and I didn't want to play it, Mm, you know? So I'm like, God, I didn't really play anything bad this year. Like last year we had um, that zombie game. What was the zombie one that was just horrible? I was looking so forward to it. Oh, right. Um, No, 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 no. The one set in the mall. Uh, Oh, uh, Dead Rising? Dead Rising 2. Oh, Dead we Rising were, 2 was fun. What was wrong we with were it? Disappointed. Oh, those cutscenes drove me nuts. Oh, and the loading screens. Ugh. Yeah, I, I just, I love Dead Rising, and so I was so looking forward to Dead Rising 2, and it just, I was so disappointed in it. So, yeah. But this mm-hmm. year, I didn't really find anything. Um, did, did you guys play anything that you're just like, oh, this is, this is terrible? You know, nothing has really come into mind for me. Um, hmm. Oh, I was really disappointed by Tropico 4. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I love Tropico, and I was really excited about Tropico 4, and then it was basically just Tropico 3, just with other stuff. So, yeah, it was just like a few added things here and there, but it was not at all, like, it felt more like DLC than a major release. So that was kind of a bummer. And that game is a time suck. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That you've got us. I got Tropica three, and I just, I just didn't have enough time <laughs> to play it. I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." It, it seemed like it would be really fun, but I just didn't have that much time. Steph, what about you? Any worst game that you played? No, nothing, nothing horrible. Which kind of is good. I'm kind of glad that I didn't play right. anything really bad this year. 
Good. It's it's interesting though that Kim and I were talking about why Uncharted didn't make our best of. Uh, one, I thought it was just a little too short. Like when you compared nine hours to the hundred and thirty that I've gotten Skyrim so far, <laughs> that's a little. <laughs> I guess that's not really fair, but you know you played a hundred and thirty. Wait, hold on, hold on. You played <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. the hours. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. Holy crap. <laughs> and I'm still I, only thirty four. I'm only 34. Only 34. And I haven't finished the main storyline either. I just do everything else. <laughs> you must be doing a lot of other stuff because I thought I was. <laughs> and I'm 34, 35, and I, I, mm-hmm. I think I only have. I'm gonna have to check my Steam, Steam community now and see how many hours I've played. I was gone for. <laughs> oh, give me that. Yeah, yes, that is absolutely. true. That is true. Fair. <laughs> But I yeah, feel bad that he keeps track of all the hours. I'm like, don't do that. Yeah, I think my Dragon Age two, my time on that was way up in the hundreds, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> That's like you know doing the slash time and wow and oh wow. You're like, uh, oh no, you don't want to see that. I didn't really do that. <laughs> but I'm I, at seventy one point two hours for Elder Scrolls see? so far. Mm-hmm. That's so a, that's that's, that's more lot. for me than Dragon Age and Dragon Age Two and Mass Effect, which I think were my other most played games outside of um, outside of WoW. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mine was uh, Mass Effect um, Two. I played, but I played it through like um, three times, I think, so I could get it all prepped for Mass Effect Three. So I'd have my <laughs> uh, team exactly how I wanted it, and my. Um, I'm totally renegade, and so, you know. That's awesome. I, I had to get it to that point. <laughs> She's yeah. prepping. She's getting ready. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Elder Scrolls is the top for me. Uh, I've got 34 hours on Tropico 3, which is terrifying. Mm. I've got <laughs> – hold on. There's more. One second. 28.6 on Mass Effect 2, which is surprisingly low. Yeah, that is. Wow. Uh, 62.6 on Dragon Age Origins. Mm. And where's, where's, oh, and Dragon Age, yeah, where's my Dragon Age 2? I think I played that on PS3. That must be why. Uh, yeah, I can't yep. track that one because it was on PS3. Damn. That's a lot of time. That is a lot oh, of yeah. time. What, what I like about um, playing Skyrim on the PS3, you get a ton of trophies. I, it's oh, like, yeah. boom, trophy, trophy, trophy. I'm like, yeah, trophies, <laughs> woohoo. <laughs> I love getting those stupid little trophies. Yes. <laughs> They're addictive. <laughs> they are. Oh, yeah. Um, but Unchart- Uncharted 3, going back to what Steph was saying, I mm-hmm. love that game. It was so much fun. It was beautiful. The, I love the storyline. I love everything about it. But it just, it seemed a lot like Uncharted um, the first, Uncharted 2. And mm-hmm. I wasn't disappointed in it at all. It's just it wasn't different enough that I was like, yeah game of the year you know i mm-hmm. think it just if it would have been just a little bit more different it it really would have got me but and i actually want to go back and play it through again i really enjoyed it that much but um i don't know i guess it wasn't different enough there were pieces of it that i absolutely adored like i loved that french mansion that was crumbling down and i loved the shipyard uh, that mm-hmm. was had like you know with with all the water and stuff. I loved those pieces, but then there were other parts where, uh, especially getting lost in the desert, where I was like, hmm, 
would a well-seasoned adventurer really do this? <laughs> really, get, really get lost in the desert like this? <laughs> Hasn't he watched Man vs. Wild? Come on now. <laughs> I know. That was kind job. of annoying, too. It just, it just went on a little longer than it probably should have. There were some I, moments like that in that game. I agree. I agree. So, you know, one of my biggest surprises, though, was Rift. I'm oh. I'm actually shocked that it's doing so well still. And there's still so many people playing it and enjoying it. Um, so that one really, and I really, I enjoyed it as well, but it's just another thing that I just didn't have enough time to keep up with it. Um, so it had to be WoW or Rift for me on that. And I took WoW, but now I'm not even playing WoW because I don't have time. <laughs> so. No, I haven't played WoW in like two months. It is sad. Right. And then you hear all these things going on and, you know, there's new pets at the um, Dark Moon Fair and there's new pets for um, the this and that and I'm like oh damn it or you know this new dungeon or that one and I'm like oh I gotta get back into it because <laughs> I really want to <laughs> I do and I, I do but I don't know if I do anymore I just feel like there's so many other games out there now like I don't think I'll ever be able to cancel my subscription I don't mm -hmm. know if I'll ever be able to bring it to that <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't play that much anymore, yeah. and it makes me sad because, you know, AIE is such a big part of my life, but, mm -hmm. I mean, we, we all play other games, too, so it's, 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 I miss it, but at the same time, there's so many other amazing games out there, mm -hmm. and right. I just feel like I can't keep up. I feel like I'm too far behind. Even though I'm maxed out level-wise, I just feel like I'll never be able to catch up again. Right. No, I feel, exactly. I feel that same way. I feel that same way. Um, and I think another... One that was a big surprise to me was Tiny Tower. <laughs> I mean, this stupid little 8-bit game on the iPhone just, like, had everyone talking about it for months and months. And it was crazy. I was like, this, how can this little bitty game get this much attention? So that one really was a big surprise to me. I haven't played that one. I don't play a lot of uh, mobile games. You didn't play Tiny Tower stuff? No. I'm wow. still playing Monster Pet Shop. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I still got that one going. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Alrighty. <laughs> but describe, describe Tiny Tower for us since we haven't played it. Oh, well, Tiny Tower is just a... You, it, you start off with just like two floors, and you have floors that are retail, and they can be anything from services, um, selling things, um, food all those kind of retail things. And then you mm -hmm. have floors that are for apartments for people to live in. And people just come visit and you take them up in this tower to whatever floor they want to go to. And, and that's it. I'm having, <laughs> that's I'm the game. A, that sounds exciting. I'm having a flashback to a game called Sim Tower. Do you remember that? Oh, that I love Sim Tower. <laughs> yes. Well, I had like movie theaters on the first floor and the escalators and the elevator. Oh my lord! You built like a whole like super structure, and you had to and you had to keep the elevators. You know, like people would get really pissed off if the elevators took too long to get to them. Yeah. Oh my lord. <laughs> so if it's like that, I might play it again. <laughs> And it's it's not that complicated at all. It's um, oh, okay. you know take me to floor five. Oh, here's a tip, and you're like a tip. Woo! I got a tip. <laughs> you know, and then you have to build the floors, and they take longer and longer as you build them. But you, then you can buy the in-game. Um, I think you buy the money for it, and you can buy per purchase either um, 
items that will allow it to build faster or get it open faster or get um, better elevators so they're faster, things like that. <laughs> but basically it's take me to this floor. And you, you do, you've got to assign people to work in these different retail areas and things like that. So it gets a little more complicated, but, you know, it's not rocket science. <laughs> Definitely not <laughs> rocket science. <laughs> so, um, Steph, what are your, like, most overlooked games? Most overlooked? Uh, Bastion did not, I mean, it got a little hype when it first came out because a lot of people were playing it. But uh, I think it's kind of fallen off people's radar. So if you get the chance, and it was on sale on Steam uh, a couple days ago, uh, and it may come again. Yeah, I bought. I, oh no, I don't think I bought it actually. But that's supposed to be a great game. Yeah, everyone talks about the voice acting that is so very good. And that one's got really good music too. Mm-hmm. Really exactly. good music. And I think oh, that was the game Ralph actually um, exactly. gifted that to me that game. So I would play with it because he's like, you have to play this game. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll play it. I'll play it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, but going back, speaking of music, I have to go back to Skyrim. This is one thing that bugs the crap out of me. There's like the the ambient music when you go into the towns or um, Mm -hmm. some of the loading screens. And it sounds like that song um, from the little Fible um, movie. Somewhere out there. <laughs> it, I didn't notice that. Oh my god! I don't know why it just like got stuck in my head. So now every time I hear that song or hear the the ambient music, I start looking for mice. singing that song. Yeah. So now you guys will have to listen to it and tell me if I'm just crazy. Now I'm gonna hear it. <laughs> yeah, I hesitated saying it because then I'm like, ooh, am I gonna corrupt everyone else as well? Hmm. But that's awesome. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I think one of our my biggest disappointments was DC Universe Online. Oh yes, mm. I was quite disappointed in that. Yeah, I was really looking forward to it, but mm. the um, I guess the online play, the MMO part of it, was just lacking so much that it really wasn't an MMO. It was a um, it was a great role-playing game that just happened mm-hmm. to have other people in it. Right. That's what I yeah. got. Yeah. Even, exactly. Even I with feel the same the, way. With other people there, I felt so isolated. Like, I, there, was, there was no way to talk to them uh, if you were playing on a console, which I was. I was on the PS3. Yeah, mm-hmm. I felt really disconnected from, from the MMO part. Like, it was, it was RPG for sure, but yeah, I, that was... I was really looking forward to it, but yeah, uh, yeah I'm just not a big fan of. I, I like I like DC stuff, but I that's not really my kind of of game that I would get into. Like it's just I, I prefer fantasy kind of worlds as opposed to like comic booky kind of worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it ever would have grabbed me. Like even if it was pretty awesome, I just not not the kind of universe I want to spend a lot of time in. You know, and I thought that too because <laughs> I don't not, know. It's true. I'm not a comic book yeah, it's girl. True. But it was a the lot of fun. The first time I saw Superman yeah. talk to me, I was all excited. I was like, oh, my God, look at that. <laughs> but then, then I, I kind of got over it. <laughs> so do you guys have any favorite characters from these games over um, from this past year? Hmm. Mine is from Dragon Age 2, and it's Fenris. Because it's yeah, all about Fenris the voice great. Yeah, he was so badass. Totally. <laughs> Everyone loves Fenris. Everyone wants to get, get sexy time with Fenris. 
Oh, I totally did. I did as a mage and as a rogue. <laughs> so like, you created I'm another character. I just didn't get so him to love me. He wouldn't love me. I don't remember why. For some reason. Aww. I was too good or something. Or I, was too, I was too magey. How did you get him? Yeah, doesn't he, he hate mages? He did, but uh, if, you, if you stack your party correctly um, mm-hmm. and not take him on things that are, involve mages, you can uh, keep his approval really high. So okay. that's what I did. I, I exploited the, the whole don't take him everywhere. <laughs> and yeah. just as much as you there. might want to. <laughs> yeah, as much as I might want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did that twice. I did it once where I uh, was, was friends with Isabella and uh, once when I wasn't and I let her leave. Uh, and then she came back. Uh, so, yeah, I played it. I tried to explore all the different possibilities with that game. That was pretty cool. She broke my heart, Isabel. Aww. It's okay. What are you going to do? We had our times. We had our fun. Yeah, you got to move on. Until last. (laughs) I went back and played the original. Did you know, uh, young children, please cover your ears right now. Did you know that you can have a three way with Isabella? And. uh... (laughs) Oh, yeah. No way. Oh, yes. So, Isabella and who? Yeah, Isabella and Alistair and you, right? Well, and it almost turned into a four-way. <laughs> uh, so in the first one, she's hanging out at the Pearl, which is a brothel, obviously. And when you go talk to her, uh, if you have um, – oh, now I'm forgetting the, uh, the um, rogue's name. <sighs> the oh, elf uh, that's always flirting on you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, okay, so if he's in the party, he introduces you and you talk to each other. If you <laughs> flirt with her, she flirts back and then offers up that it could be a three-way. And depending on your level of friendship with Alistair, he will go along with it. That's and the three awesome. of you just a little fade to black and then it comes back and I was like, well now... <laughs> <laughs> wow. He was a virgin at the beginning of this story. Now he's uh he's cut quite loose. <laughs> yep. You made him a man. That's right. <laughs> Always count on you, Steph. Always count on That's you. That's right. <laughs> what about you, you know, Veronica? What's your favorite character? I would probably say Drake. I think Drake <gasps> gave me the most good moments this year in terms of like cracking up over lines and and just being in general like a super fun character to play and to listen to. So, yeah, did I think you, that was... Did, did you get the whole backstory with what happened with him and Elena? No, I don't know I what's going that? on. <laughs> yeah. I know that it was very oh, confusing. Because yeah. all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, they're married. But when did that happen? And why <laughs> did they not stay? I, it didn't make any sense. Yeah. Were you guys kind of she... disappointed that they were married? Yeah. I don't think I felt disappointed, no. I always felt Chloe was a better match. I always like Chloe better. I always like Chloe better. But too. she can't be tied down. No, she can't. Yeah. But I liked Chloe better. Yeah. I did. Alina was too uh, white bread for me. I don't know. Yeah. Too yeah, yeah, she's, upper class. But she's, she's got sass. I mean, she's pretty badass. Yeah, no, she definitely is. Especially she when she's handle, driving. She can handle herself. You know, and she's like driving under a plane. You're like, wow, I would not do that. <laughs> 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 I think I liked Wheatley. Wheatley was probably... Mm. Yeah, that, that's a good pick. Stephen Merchant did such an incredible job with that. And I just, I just loved... Or, um, oh, what's the guy who played um, the other guy on there? Oh, I can't remember his name now. 
Um, Stephen Fry? Is he? No. He was not in um, Portal 2. You're right. Why, what, what the hell was he in? Oh, oh. This, this time. Oh, yeah. What was Stephen Fry in? Oh, no. In... Little Big Planet probably is the one I'm thinking of. Um, but no, the, the guy who um, was the owner of the, the place and um, he oh, was... I don't know who that was. It was just all recordings and stuff. I cannot remember mm-hmm. his name, but he did a fantastic job as well. Um, the, but Wheatley, you, that was just... He was awesome. I think I was thinking about Stephen Fry because I saw the new Sherlock Holmes last night. <gasps> oh, you did? Yes, and oh he's uh, Mycroft. And That's was, what I did he hear. He was going to be Mycroft. Yeah, he was awesome. great. It was fantastic. The movie was fantastic, and he was—he didn't have a, a huge part in it, but his parts, his scenes were very memorable. How should I say? <laughs> He's—he's an awesome actor. I really enjoy watching him in everything he's in. He's—he's mm-hmm. he's great. Have you ever watched Kingdom? Mm-mm. He's, it's, it's a British show from a few years ago. You can get it, I think you can get it on Netflix, but that's, mm-hmm. that's a really good show as well. I'm trying to find the voice acting for Portal 2, and I'm having a hard time going through this Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> voice acting. IMDB. They actually have video games listed there now. Oh, good point. Good point. Interesting. All right, you, you talk amongst yourselves. I'll look that up. <laughs> so are there any other games that um, caught your eye this year, Steph? That caught my eye? Well, I did want to talk just briefly about why I, I was disappointed with L.A. Noir because uh, I know some, some friends are actually still playing it. Um, I did not understand some of the character choices, the, the choices that my character made <laughs> as a main guy. <laughs> uh, I remember sitting there going what? <laughs> Why are you doing that? And uh, I felt the, I, I was very excited because it was, you know, it's a Rockstar game, um, but it felt very limited despite the fact that it was open world. I mean, it was open world with an asterisk. Like, you can go anywhere, but there's nothing to do. <laughs> you, like, you can go <laughs> find a car, a new car, and right. that's about and all. And I stopped driving after, like, the third time. I was like, well, this is just boring as all get out. And I made my partner drive every stinking yeah. time after that. I was I like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, those are some of the reasons. And, yeah, I agree with his choices. And you're just like, you're, it's a head slap moment for you. You're like, why are you doing this? I can't believe you idiot, you know? And it does, it, it felt out of character for him as well. It didn't even Mm -hmm. feel like it, it would have been something the character would have done. And, and I felt like the, the writing was deliberately misleading me, uh, to why I was making arrests. Like when when I was on homicide the first time working on these all these different murders, uh, I was legitimately convinced that these people were guilty, and then they just turned around and knocked me upside the head and said, "Meh, yeah, it wasn't really him after all. It was so and so." And I'm like, "Oh, then yeah. how did the evidence get there? Why did I find all this evidence pointing to this person? How? Why did this guy have all the trophies? I don't understand." <laughs> and I got like no explanation. It was just like. Pfft. Uh, on to the next one. Yeah, like, I hated that. That drove me crazy, too. I had the same experience. And I felt like, like I never nailed the interrogation either. No. Like, yeah. I just never apparently got good at that. And, and sometimes I'd be like, no, this is the evidence. And they'd be like, screw you. That doesn't prove anything. Yeah, yeah. See? You can't get me, copper. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never catch me. See? Yeah, I had, I had such high hopes for that game. And it's just... Yeah. Uh, 
just left me Apparently, flat. I'm very poor at reading people, despite mm-hmm. the fact that there's 32 cameras pointing at them. I was very bad at reading their body language or whatever. But yeah. all the women looked like they were 45. Even though they were supposed to be, like, 20, they all looked like they were 45 <laughs> to me. <laughs> like, uh, my little notebook opens up and says, 22. I'm like, are you sure? This girl, so she good. was a little older than. <laughs> well, they all had on those, you know, um, horn-rimmed glasses, and uh, oh. you know the big bouffant hair. Yeah, that mm-hmm. hair was sort of you know, in the makeup. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Are there any special games for you, V? I think I've I've kind of gone through them all at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's probably like four games that I really spent a good amount of time on this year, and and I've kind of talked them to death. Yeah. Yeah, same with me. So what about next year? What are you looking forward to, Veronica? Um, Mass Effect, Mass Effect mm-hmm. 3, uh, Bioshock, mm-hmm. I would say. And I am, I am curious to uh, check out um, SWOTOR. So. Yes, I am too. I am too. I think I'm going to go for it and take the plunge and check it out, I'm, even though... I'm still not convinced. <laughs> Yeah. One that I have the time. I'm I'm not convinced I have the time to play it. Yeah, it's scary enough to think about getting involved in a whole nother freaking MMO, right? Like, really, barely have yeah, time for that. One. Well, I'm looking forward to those. And I okay, and I know I may be crazy in the head, but I'm excited about the Vita coming out. Is that how you say it? The Vita. Yeah. For the PlayStation. That's how you say it? Um, I you know because I travel so much that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I miss out. My console games are just sitting there dead, and I can't play my PC mm-hmm. games on my work computer. So, you know, it's like, is this, is this an option for me? So I'm, I've got high hopes on it. I know I'll be disappointed, <laughs> but my hopes are high. My hopes are high. So. You never know. It might be awesome. I mean, I'm not a big mobile gamer, so I don't know if I'll ever even get it, but who knows? Well, maybe, got- I'll, maybe this will be the time I decide to buy a handheld. It's got Uncharted right. on it, so you know I'm. I really, I really do have high hopes for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then Borderlands Two. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I just hope they fix some wait. of the weapon issues. There were just too many weapons. I know that's the whole point of the game, but I just got sick of having to drop weapons and pick which one was marginally better than the last weapon. <laughs> it was kind of a pain in the butt, right? I, I mean, kind of just got to the point that I had the weapons that I loved. And if it didn't hit, most of them I ignored the other ones, really. I, I kind of <laughs> got to that point because, yeah, it, it's marginally better or is it? Because yeah, there's other little know. stat. <laughs> you don't even know. It hits harder and shoots faster, but its accuracy stinks. Yeah. Well, is that better? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I just stuck with what felt good to me. I like the look of this one, and I like the way it shoots, and I'm killing stuff, so mm-hmm. I'm good to go. <laughs> that game was That's so the way to fun. do it. Yeah, oh. exactly, exactly. And what about you, Steph? Uh, definitely. I'm so looking forward to the Bioshock and the Mass Effect, and uh, I can't wait for those to come out. Oh, so Mass Effect 3. I'm <laughs> oh, even even the multiplayer. So I think I've gotten to the point that I'm looking forward to the multiplayer on Mass Effect 3. Um, mm-hmm. even though I at first I was like, no, don't put don't put multiplayer in my Mass Effect world. That's going to just ruin it. <laughs> but they're going to do it more like they did um Red Dead Redemption and Borderlands where it's really more a co-op and it's it's a team Separate. thing. Yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think I'm okay with it. That's cool. 
that's well, cool. We'll see. Um, but on the Bioshock, um, that trailer that we saw, it did mm-hmm. look more cartoonier. Did you guys see it? Yeah. I think I saw it a while ago. I don't think I've seen it recently. Well, there's a new they, one. A new, yeah, there's a new one. one. Yeah. You got to check it out. Okay. Uh, they released it during the uh, Spike TV uh, video game Oh, awards. during the awards. And, okay. Mm-hmm. And it was all, it's all in-game footage, so it's not rendered. It's all, you know, for, for, for the trailer. It is mm-hmm. all actual in-game footage. And I remember looking at it going, this looks and feels different from the first trailer that we saw that had kind of a more had kind of a more mysterious feel to it. Like, you just didn't quite know what was going on with this town that's hovering over the sky. And now it has kind of... Oh. They showed a lot more of the girl. A lot more of her. And mm-hmm. in the first trailer, she was like this mysterious mysterious figure and didn't quite know what her connection was. And uh, it, it the art has definitely changed. And I remember watching it going, this seems strange that I'm watching a Bioshock game in daylight. <laughs> Yeah, like, shouldn't it shouldn't it be all dark and damp and dripping water everywhere, like spooky? I think it's, it's nice that they're taking open. it to a different kind of scenic like level. Like I think right. if they did the same Bioshock they've already done twice in a row, twice. it would be <laughs> too boring. I mean, we've been in that world, we've seen that kind of scenario before. I think it's mm-hmm. cooler now that they're like, well, other stuff was happening in this time period. Here's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. No, I agree because that's what you look at this new um, trailer and it's all light and airy. Right. It's still got that same <laughs> menacing feel that, you know, people mm-hmm. are pissed off, but it's There's something it's, not quite yeah, right here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be cool because I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad like you are that they didn't do the same dark wet thing because right. well isn't it isn't it almost harder to make that bright airy scene feel menacing yeah oh right. yeah like it's almost more skillful to kind of be like all right well it's easy to make an underground underground tunnel like in the ocean feel menacing when there's water dripping down you don't know what's it's dark you don't know what's around the next corner but to be like mm-hmm. okay we're up in we're in the sky it's beautiful it's sunny there's puffy clouds everywhere and then you still feel that like scary menacing vibe i think that's kind of a a, a feat oh it, it definitely has to be definitely you, a lot of games are dark and scary this one i think this one will be good but it's funny because a lot of the games that i'm looking forward to um next year are the same ones i was looking forward to coming out this year <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mass Effect 3, Diablo 3. Um, oh, Diablo Bioshock. 3. I'm stoked on that. Yeah, yeah. So those were the games that we thought were going to come out this year. Mm. But, you know, uh, too well, bad. Diablo 3, out. I still won't even bet that it comes out next year. <laughs> we'll see. You make me bet, like, my car or something on it. I'm sorry, I won't. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Because so, somehow I get this feeling like because they're giving it away for free, that it's somehow fallen off of their priority list. You know, like you're you're literally giving away this product that we've been waiting for what ten years now. You're you're giving it away for free. This, how much effort are you putting into it now? Then hmm. you know, well, I, I don't think it's about effort. I think it's just about a different kind of business model, maybe. But. Who knows? Well, oh, and God, I, I hope it works out. 
<laughs> yeah, I think they're trying to get people to stay with WoW. I yeah. think that's really what it is. I mean, I think they're getting a little nervous over games like like Star Wars and Rift and, and things that are taking their market share. And so they're going to kind of desperate measures to mm-hmm. make sure that people invest in the future of World of Warcraft, you know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. And this has been in um, development for years and years. So it's got there's got to be something good coming out of it. You know, you can't be on a game that long and it just fall flat. I, I can't see that happening. And Blizzard always <coughs> has... Oh, I'm Duke not Duke even going to answer. I am not even going to reply to that. <laughs> that is totally different. I'm not even going to apply to it. So that's our, our year in review and, and what we're looking forward to next year. And I, I think next year is going to be a good year. I'm, I'm really excited about... Um, the mm-hmm. gaming gaming year coming up, totally. Oh, yeah. um, so we're gonna we got a couple of bargain buys and iPhone games. This this week I got um, Batman Arkham City Lockdown on my iPad because yeah, I was curious because I'm I liked the Batman games. Um, they weren't it, they didn't pull me in and they weren't you know these wow games like they were for Steph. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to try it out, you know, on the plane and stuff. And it was actually a lot of fun. It's real, you know, you're swiping your finger a lot. is So you're um, blocking moves as well as your hits and everything are all swipes on the screen. And then you can um, buy your special talents like the swarm of bats and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun and it wasn't too easy. I think they have a good balance there of um, making it enjoyable and still not making it too easy. So I, I liked it. It was, um, cool. I think it was $5.99, though. A little expensive, I thought, but for a big name like that, it's probably, you know, that's what you're paying for there. Do, do they give you, like, quests to do, or do you, are you just randomly fighting people? No, no. You go through. You have, like, different sections of the city, and you go through each of these sections, and you're fighting the, uh, the minions, basically, mm-hmm. and then there's a boss fight in each of those sections. So you've got, um, uh, what are some of the, the Two-Faced is in there, and mm-hmm. um, all the Batman villains are the bosses. So, and, and you can't just go straight in to fight a boss. You have to build up to it because there's different things. And it uses the gyroscope um, for some of them and things like that. So they're making use of all the the touch screen and the um, mobility of the iPad. Um, And it was fun. I liked it. So I think think Steph would really like it um, because you really Uh, like the Batman world. But, um, (laughs) yeah, the iPad 1 users have been reporting crashes of it. So. Um, I've got, I've got an, I'm playing it on my iPad too, not my iPad one. So pretty good. Yeah, definitely. It, it, with these new games that are coming out, like Infinity Blade two and, uh, Grand Theft Auto three, that's another new one that just came out. Um, mm-hmm. they're really pushing the limit of what the iPad one can handle in terms of programming. Like, like they have to scale the graphics down and a lot of people are reporting crashes, so it does it does pay to read those reviews before you, you know, buy these games. Um, take the time to read them and see if the developers have actually responded to what people were complaining about. Yeah, 
No, that's good. I, I don't play a lot of games on my iPad. I think I only have like one or two. So I need to, I need to experiment with some interesting titles. <laughs> oh, there's oh my some, Lord. Do you have an iPad? There. Do you have an iPad too? I know. I have an iPad too, and I just don't use it for gaming. I don't, like I said, I'm not really into mobile games. The only thing I play is like Words with Friends. That's kind of mm. it. The yep, Machinerarium. Yep. Is that how you say that? Machinerarium? I think that's what it um, Machinerarium. It came out on the PC like... I don't know. Oh yeah, three yeah. Or four years is it ago. Mac- Machinarium? Machinarium? I thought it was Machinarium, oh, okay. but maybe you're right. I I wasn't sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't <But> know either. <laughs> on the iPad, that's a lot of fun on the iPad. I've I really enjoyed that one on the iPad. Um so if you know, if you like those kind of games, mm-hmm. um and World of Goo, if you liked World of Goo, I think it is did like World of Goo. It's awesome that's on cool. the iPad. It you know, it's just made for that touch screen. So yeah. I mean those are a couple that I thought were just perfect for the iPad. I don't really think Grand Theft Auto is a good <laughs> fit for the iPad. Uh, maybe that's just me. It just doesn't seem like a, a you know, iPad game. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm what, wrong. What, do you think in like usability terms or? Well, I guess, I mean, are, what are you doing? Are you um, moving the iPad using the gyroscope on it or, um, you know, yeah, I just can't see. And then like the first person shooter ones, that just doesn't mm-hmm. seem right to me on on the iPad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people well, play I, them though. I I don't get it either. But maybe that's just because I haven't tried enough of them. There's a there's a very cool accessory for your iPad, and I'm pretty sure ThinkGeek.com has it. Uh, it's a joystick that yeah, sucks I've seen cups that. to to your iPad so that you can get the joystick controls uh, while you're playing these games. Um, yeah. Very, very cool. <laughs> hmm. I definitely want to get one of those. Yeah, well, if anybody's tried one, they, you guys should write us in because I'm, oh, I'm yeah. curious about them. They've got the arcade one, too. Um, mm-hmm. Is that which one you're talking about, the arcade? So it, oh, no, no, no. This is a clear joystick. Oh, okay. That yeah. sticks to your iPad. So, oh, on the iPad itself. Yes. Like on oh, the yeah. screen, yeah. I don't know how mm-hmm. it works. Wow. that's. Pr- I guess it may have um, a little finger-type thing that touches the the screen and so it simulates a finger i'd like to to get it for dead space which is i have on my ipad and because I, I currently use you know two fingers you know one to move and one to like aim and shoot and i'd like to have that joystick option that'd be pretty cool maybe i'll get yeah, it and try be, it that might make it easier to use yeah <laughs> well they have that arcade one too that you can put the ipad in the little arcade right? and you can play <laughs> centipede and um galaga galaga that game. Galaga, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that game. So I was like, "Ooh, maybe that would be fun to do. Maybe, maybe we can do that." I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's fun to turn it into a little retro arcade. <laughs> and so they they updated Monopoly as well. It's called Monopoly Here and Now, and it's free on the iPad and iPhone right now. Mm-hmm. And this game is really they um, made the prices more realistic for this mm-hmm. day and age, and. Um, they've updated the graphics and things on it to. It's really good looking. Is it? Really I good. I oh, couldn't yeah. download I it before it. I got here. So, are you, are you enjoying it? Is it a normal Monopoly game? Right, but all in this one here and now, it's called the World Edition. So all the 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 locations are around the world. You know, it's Paris and London and Tokyo and uh, Istanbul and, you know, uh, all of the uh, utilities are like solar energy, wind farms. It's like completely uh, modernized. Oh, that's and uh, cool. all the little figures are animated as they go across the board. It's very, very cool. 
And uh, they they throw up little trivia too when you land on new places. You know, like when you buy a property, it'll say, "Oh, the hula dance was invented for blah 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 blah." And you know, I, oh I, nice, it's very yeah, and it's free. <laughs> Can't get much better than that. Well, it yeah. was like ten ninety nine or something. I mean, it was like a, an expensive game when it first came mm-hmm. out. So yeah. I'm so wondering. Up now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you if you like those kind of games, the board games, and this one looks like a good one, get it get it now before it goes back up. And mm-hmm. then Bejeweled Blitz is free. Yep. If you need a new Bejeweled, because mm. I'm sure everyone's played it. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't need a new Bejeweled, huh? <laughs> and then this time of the year, they have the hum- humble bundle four. Um, and that really, what this is is. You, it's these indie games, and they bundle them together, and then you choose what you're going to pay for this, um, for these games, and you get all um, one, two, three, four, five, seven games, and they're nice. all indie games, and it and it goes towards um, charities for Children's Play, American Red Cross, or you can give to um, the hum- humble bundle itself, so you can um, tell it how much of your charity where you want it to go to, um, and it's such a great cause. You know, it's out there, and you get these awesome games, and they've always been great games in the past. Um, I haven't actually got these yet, but um, you can get Shank, um, Super Meat Boy, um, <laughs> Bit Link loves that <laughs> Super Meat Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have that one. I haven't played it too much, though. I have it on Steam. I think I have um, Shank on PS3, but I don't remember. Um, Cave Story, Gratuitous gratuitous Space Battles. (laughs) Very cool. And um, Night Sky HD. So um, if you want to support a charity and get some great games, go go and do it. And you can tell it how much you want to pay for them. So it's a good good deal. I like it. Um, So... Steph, are you going to tell us about your awesome raid team in Rift? Oh, heck yeah. Okay, so we have two, uh, two raid teams. We have a 10-man and a 20-man, and uh, both of them are doing fantastic. And uh, uh, we, there's, a, there's several layer levels of dungeons. You know, some are easier than others, uh, raid dungeons. Some are easier than others. And we have successfully now put on farm the first level including the last boss, Lord Greenscale, who was just the worst. <laughs> just the worst for the longest time. And uh, he's completely on farm now, and I'm so proud of us. And uh, now we, uh, our 10-man is in the newest one called Rise of the Phoenix, and uh, that's a 10-man group. And we have successfully taken down the first boss uh, twice now. Nice. And once you get past him, it's so cool. There are these uh, three mini-bosses that walk around. They're big rock dudes. We call them loot pinatas because each one of them drops a, an epic ring. Wow. So as soon as you get pinatas. past that first boss, it's like, yes, let's go. And then we just run and, <laughs> and uh, kill them as quickly as we can because everyone wants a new ring. It's like, oh, it's so fantastic. So I'm so proud of our raid teams. Oh, well, that's that's awesome. And I'm so glad fantastic. that you guys are raiding in Rift yes. and still with it. You know, it's it's cool to hear about. Um, I miss I miss raiding so much. It is so much yeah. fun. I yeah. really do. And oh, I, as, yeah. a, uh, as, a, as a quick callback, uh, it was J.K. Simmons was the voice of Cave Johnson oh. in Portal 2. Yes. He did Jeez. such a terrific job. And he, I found that. Very good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and now everyone's playing um, Swotar. 
um, Star Wars, The Old Republic, um, and people who pre-ordered got early launch for it, which I'm so jealous. Um, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I'll get it eventually. And then everyone starts playing it and they're, you know, all hyped up about it. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I get it? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do it either. Oh, I know I didn't do the beta it. and I didn't get anything. So I'm just mm -hmm. whatever. Well, and I got invited to the beta, but then I was playing Skyrim. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Priorities. Yeah, I'll get, I'll get to that one. I'll get to it eventually. So I never did. But, yeah, everyone's playing it but us right now. Um, yeah. In fact, right before the show, Ralph's like, oh, come on, we're all playing. Come in. And I'm like, well, I don't have it. And he's like, oh, well, then come join us on Vent. And I'm like, why would I come join you guys on Vent? And, you know, hear you guys all being, oh, look at this. This is so cool. And look at me. I'm, you know, level 14. And I'll be like, you know, sitting here playing my super meat boy, you know. <laughs> That's not cool. No. <laughs> not cool no. at all. You always have Skyrim. I always have Skyrim, yes. In fact, that's what I'm doing after this is <laughs> my, my Sunday afternoon is going to be all Skyrim all day. Yes. I would. I have to go to happy hour. Oh, oh man. I Socializing. Go God. <laughs> How annoying did, is that? I did that Friday night. We had our Christmas party. So it's so awesome living, you know, by the beach. I've never lived by a beach before. So, you know, our, um, our Christmas party, well, it's summer here as well. So it's kind of cool, but, um, our Christmas party is Brighton bathhouse cafe, you know, and it's overlooking the ocean and, um, you know, you got the wind in your hair and it was just so cool. I was like, wow, this is, this is nice. Then I drank too much champagne and yesterday was <laughs> sleeping all day. So, yeah. <laughs> but already, well, we got some awesome emails from our fans. We have the best fans in the world. I absolutely totally. love them. Um, and we got two really great emails that um, we want to read um, to wrap up the show here. Steph, do you want to read our first one? Sure. This one is from Miranda. She says, first off, I just want to thank you three wonderful and gorgeous ladies for putting out the Ladies of Leap podcast. I'm a new listener, just started yesterday, and decided to start from the beginning episodes. Now, we had a disclaimer that <laughs> the first 10 did not count. <laughs> she says, I hate to start listening to a podcast in the later episodes because to me it's almost like going into a movie a couple minutes late and I always like to know the whole story. Yeah. From the very first episode, I completely fell in love with the three of you. You are so down to earth and completely sincere and I love each of your quirks. Uh, disclaimer, we did not pay her to write this. So. <laughs> <laughs> and if this we is your first not. time listening, she's not talking about me. <laughs> you were on our first few episodes. You were on like yeah. number seven or something. Oh, yeah, that's think. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> but right. she is talking uh, about Nicole, who we yes, miss, yes. We miss a lot. Uh, she says, I posted an iTunes review earlier, but I'm listening to episode 14 right now, and I knew I just had to send a quick email. Although the episodes I'm listening to right now are older, you three talking about those games makes me want to go right out and buy them and play them all. You get me so pumped up for games that just came out or aren't out yet, and I have to keep reminding myself that I'm listening to your year-old episodes. <laughs> and then she says, by the way, Stephanie, I'm sorry to hear about your break-in. That totally sucks. Yes, it did absolutely suck. That did suck. I have all my crap stolen. Oh, no. Uh, I didn't know about that. 
Oh, yeah, I had a break-in back when I lived in California. They came in through the sliding glass door, so please, if you have a sliding glass door, make sure it's secure. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they took all my consoles and my laptop and it was, uh, sneaky. Yeah, it was a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. And I still haven't replaced my Xbox, so I, that must say something, but I just... Never played the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I'm just all on the PS3 now. <laughs> okay, uh, she says, uh, you may only think about the things that you do that involves bringing people new games and gaming reviews, but you three do so much more for women and men alike, and for that and for the rest of the people listening, I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I know you won't post these podcasts forever, but I will continue to listen until that day and probably after that too. Love and hugs, Miranda. Thank you. I, I just love this email. It just, yes. it really made me feel good that not only she took the time to write this down, but that we're actually, you know, impacting people. Which yes. is so nice, and especially women. Um, women in gaming, it's so hard for them a lot of the times. And it's really nice to, to know people out there appreciate it. So thank you so <laughs> much. Absolutely. All righty, so the next one, and this one is from Cece, and Cece is a longtime um, listener, and she's a big fan of the show, and um, we've, we've had a lot of interaction with Cece. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, ladies, I'm so happy that you are making new episodes again, and congrats to Nicole on the sweet baby. Yes, very much. He's yes. Mateo is a doll. <laughs> yes. He's so he's growing so much now. I know. He's gotten huge. Mm-hmm. It can get more challenging to find game time when you have kids, but I'm sure she will fit it in, which she already has. <laughs> have you seen her with the post? Um, she's got yes. Mateo in his little sling and she's playing wow. <laughs> yeah, I love that picture. <laughs> I usually awesome. try and play a little when the kids are down for a nap. I wanted to recommend a few games to you lovely ladies. There's a new iPad iPhone game called Rocket Claw. It's a fun little game and it's easy to pick up. Another that just came out this week is called World Mosaic 5 and it's on the PC and they have a free download if you want to see what it's all about. Fugazo has a lot of fun games that I think Kim would especially like, hidden object games and so on. I look forward to your next episode. Keep up the awesome work. Your friend Cece. Well, thanks so much. Um, that Rocket Claw is actually, oh, what is it called? It's, a, it's like a Sudoku meets um, the logic puzzles. So Ooh. do you guys um, ever play the logical puzzles? Um, like in those, you can pick up those um, little quick game magazine type things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, you figure out who sat at what table and what they were drinking mm-hmm. and what time they left. I'm always bad at stuff like that. I'm ter- <laughs> My brain just does not work that way. Oh, I, I can't love- master those kind of stuff. I love <laughs> those things. And Sudoku, too. So this is like a combination. And there's a special name for it. It's like um, Nomonko or, or something like that. Um, God, I can't remember what it is. But it's that kind of game. And... Um, so I went and checked this out, and those are kind of hard to do on, on the iPad, I think. Um, hmm. So to find good ones is, is really a challenge. And this one looked pretty good. Um, and the World Mosaics 5 is like a puzzle game, and it's beautiful. Um, you're just matching stained glass pieces into pictures, and it's very relaxing, and it's very just, you know, something you can do and get your mind off of shooting zombies and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course... Everyone needs a little break from shooting zombies once in a while. Unfortunately, unfortunately. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for both of your emails. We really appreciate it. Um, and we thank you, Veronica, so much for stepping in. Um, oh, yes. For, for Nicole and, and being with us. We, we love having you here. Of course. Thank you for having me. And we're looking forward to your, your new show coming out. We can't wait, wait for it. Yay, Ooh. January 15th. Yep. Right after Twit. Awesome. Excellent. And Steph, can you tell everyone how they can get hold of us? Awesome. Okay, so we still have our call in number. That is area code 623-252-4263. Of course, we have our website, which is ladiesofleet.com. And the email address, ladiesofleet at gmail.com. And uh, each of us are on Twitter. Uh, Kim is just Kim Molly, J-U-S-T-K-I-M-O-L-L-Y. Myself is X-I-A-X-I-A-N-1. And Nicole is Nicole Spag, S-P-A-G. And then, of course, uh, Ladies of Leet on Twitter. And where can they find you, Veronica? I am at Veronica. And that is it. (laughs) Yep. Pretty much get everything there. <laughs> and that is all. <laughs> or about dot B slash Veronica. Awesome. Long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, it was it was totally uh, totally a natural get. It was had nothing to do, like no 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 ins, no friends or anything. I just got <laughs> got in really early. That's, like October two thousand six or something, and no one had taken Veronica yet, so I went for it. And you're like, yes. Score. <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, is that I think I was at Veronica Belmont for a while, and then I just tried to change the name to Veronica. I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot, and it worked. So, very I was cool. Like, I'll take it. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> nice when you can get those things. I think I have the website um, Kimmy.me. I got that one, and I was nice. like, I like that. I like that. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I got it. <laughs> Some someday I may do something with it. Who knows? Who knows? Well, um, we're not going to have another show until January 6th, or a live show until January 6th. But Mm -hmm. um, I think for the end of the year, I'm going to do kind of a little wrap-up, kind of do some of our best moments and go through the shows. Um, But if you guys have anything that you want to submit, an MP3, um, feel free do whatever you want. If you want to review your best games of the year, what you're looking forward to next year, some of the best moments or what you've enjoyed about gaming or the podcast here, um, you know, feel free to send those in and I'll get those in by the end of the year. Um, so if you want to get them in uh, around like December 27th, 28th, um, that would be great. Then I can include them on the show. And um, we hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And thank you for listening. Bye. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.